Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey sis, welcome back to Girl Goodnight. I'm Return of Lamac, and every Sunday you can relax to binaural beats while I read you a melanated bedtime story. Join the Girl Goodnight gang. You can find us on YouTube and anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. All links will be in the episode description. Complete the form linked in our bio to be featured on the show and share your thoughts and opinions in the Girl Goodnightland Facebook group. Help your friends sleep in melanated peace. Girl, share the show and show us some love with the five-star rating and review. Our journals make the perfect addition to the show. View them and all of our merch on Etsy, link in description. Tonight, we'll be reading L, written by author Camille. To learn more about author Camille, check out the Blackberry series. All links to keep up with author Camille and shop her collection will be available in the episode description. On last week's episode, Corinne tells Cherry to leave Carson's new girl alone and she beats Carson's ass. Now, close your eyes, take a deep breath, and sleep in melanated peace. Episode 15. I don't see Carson again until the birthday party. Wanting to avoid all the drama, I'm relieved when he shows up with his parents and two sisters, Tweedledee and Tweedledum, the Tweedle twins, as Cherry calls them. Of course, she's right by my side, waiting for some shit to pop off. She had Duke drop her off early so she could be here when they arrived. Miss Rosie! Cherry is all smiles and hugs. She loves Carson's parents almost as much as I do. They adopted us both when Carson and I got together. Hey, Mr. Floyd, you looking good. I keep telling Miss Rosie I'ma steal you. All right now, Cherry. I hear you have a man of your own now. Where is he? I might want to trade. Miss Rosie is quick on her feet and we all laugh. Y'all want something to drink? She offers. Yes, baby. Thank you. Miss Rosie and Mr. Floyd sit at the special party table set up for immediate family as Cherry leaves to get them something to drink without even looking at Carson. Granny! Papa! Julius is screaming and running our way across the yard with a few of his friends on his heels. Hey, Daddy! Julius makes a detour as soon as he sees his father. Carson grabs him up and hugs him tightly. Out of habit, I look around for Jacob to let him know his dad is here. 
He's on the other side of the yard standing with some older boys, looking at me, not moving. I want to wave him over, but I know it will make things worse. He'll come because I called, but he'll be so ugly to Carson that it won't be worth it. He's got a lot of me in him. Julius is off again, racing back to the games that Duke has set up for the kids. Another successful party. I'm pleased with myself. Julius got a ton of gifts, the food was amazing, and everyone enjoyed themselves. Thank God I don't have to do this again until next year. Jacob was born in February. Julius is my July baby. I owe you an apology. Carson says, catching me alone in the kitchen while I'm cleaning up. Can we talk? I let out an exaggerated sigh. I was hoping we could avoid this today. I've been tense all week just thinking about it. I don't want to talk to him. I don't even want to look at him. I don't want your apology and I don't want to talk to you. That should be clear, right? Wrong. He keeps going. Corey, we have children together. We need to be able to get along for their sakes. The back door opens and Jacob comes in and sits at the bar. Jacob, I need to talk to your mother for a minute. Can I have some more cake, mama? Jacob has been ignoring Carson and refusing to visit with him since our argument. And although I appreciate it, I don't approve. Jacob, I won't tolerate you disrespecting your father. I say it because it's right, period. One day my baby boy will be a grown man. I want him to be a good one. Apologize. Jacob drops his head, but not before shooting Carson a scowl that rivals my own. Sorry, Dad. All right. Carson is hurt, and I couldn't care less. Ask Auntie Cherry to cut you some more cake. I return to my cleaning. Jacob and I will need to have another little talk later, alone. You coming? He's watching me, but his eyes keep shifting to Carson. He obviously doesn't want to leave us alone. Yeah, I'm right behind you. You see what I'm talking about? Carson continues as the door closes behind Jacob. It's not his place to choose sides between us. We have to fix this. He just refuses to get it. I don't have anything to say. Just leave me alone. You go do you and let me stay here and do me and everything will be fine. His parents have been a godsend for picking up and dropping off the kids. Why can't we just keep rolling like this? I don't want to talk. I know I hurt you. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that shit to you. I was just mad because I missed having my family. Is that the card he wants to play now? His family? Nigga, you no longer have a family at this house. You have two beautiful sons. I want to tell him that. Tell him to kiss the deepest, blackest part of my ass with his tongue out. But I keep quiet. Let him talk himself into a stupor. Then maybe he'll leave. You and the boys were my world. And I realized that I fucked it up. It's no one's fault but mine. Just... He steps closer to me and I move to put the kitchen island between us. If he touches me, all bets are off. I miss you. It's getting harder and harder to keep my tongue still. Corey, I still love you, baby. Just as I'm about to go nuclear on his ass, I hear Cherry yell. Tell the whore to get out the motherfucking car. I got something for her ass. What the fuck? 
Before I make it to the back door, Duke comes through it with Cherry in a bear hug and she's going off, waving her hands and screaming. Fuck that, Duke. Let me go. How she gonna roll up to this motherfucker like she live here? I will memorialize that hoe. Tell her to come see me about that eulogy. I got her. I already know in my heart who the she is. It's Lindy, Carson's baby mama, fiance, living girlfriend. She's at my house. The nerve. The disrespect. The... Before I can regulate my emotions, I fly past Duke and Cherry out the door. Get her, sis! Fuck her up! I see Mr. Floyd and Miss Rosie at the backyard side gate and I hear screaming. Tell them to come out here and talk to me. Carson tries to grab me and I rake my nails across his face. Don't fucking touch me, nigga. I'm crazed. After the last incident, I want to pull a Sophia and yell for someone to get my children out of here. But I can't stop my feet from moving or Carson from trying to grab me or Tamika from shouting at me to let her handle it as she scuttles around me or Cherry shouting or Charlie, who is being held back by Royal and her husband, Stuart. They each have one of Charlie's arms as she shrieks at the top of her lungs. It's too much. It's too loud. It's too many people. I'm about to explode. And then I see her. She's stunning. Tall, slim, Coke bottle shape, beautiful caramel skin and deep brown eyes. She's holding a smaller version of herself, one that has Carson's nose and cheekbones. She screams and a huge smile covers the bottom of the little face. She squirms in Lindy's arms, pushing at her chest, trying to get down. Our eyes meet and I see the other woman's pain. Imagine that. Me seeing hurt that I can relate to in the eyes of the woman who stole my husband. Correction, she didn't steal him. If he was really mine, he would still be here and she wouldn't be. I'm sure there's a rule somewhere for that. I stopped moving. Stop fighting. Stop really giving a fuck. I don't know why I came outside. To fight her? What would that solve? Nothing. He would still be going home with her because he can't come back here. I watch as Lindy's expression changes. Her eyes roll down my frame and she smirks. A huge grin spreads across her face and she doesn't have to say anything. I already know what that bitch is thinking. She's thinking she's better than me. That I'm not. Wham! A gray and white sketcher hits Lindy right in the face between the eyes. Get the fuck out of here, you nasty hoe. My eyes bug out when I see Grace racing across the yard with one shoe on. She doesn't even open the gate. She shoves between Carson's parents, climbs up on the fence, and brings her fist down on the top of Lindy's head. Lindy cries in pain and stumbles backwards, holding her face with one hand and her daughter with the other. Some of the men at the party grab Grace and drag her away. The noise around me is deafening. All of my friends and family are ready to tear into this woman, and still Carson stands near me. I glare at him, dead in his eyes. Get them the fuck away from my house and don't ever come back here again. I mean it, and he sees it. Carson lets me go, gathers his new family, and leaves. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Episode 17. I'm in pain. My mind, my body, everything hurts. I lost a patient today. A seven-month-old little girl with pink bows and cherub cheeks was rushed into the ER by her frantic parents. She had swallowed something, and it turned out to be one of her brother's Legos. There are no rules for dealing with a situation like this. There's only hurt. When the doctor delivered the horrific news to the young couple, the mother passed out and the father started screaming. It was one of the most horrific things I have witnessed in all my years of nursing. Even now, his shrill cries echo in my mind. As soon as I get to my car, I pull out my cell phone and call Carson. Hey, he answers on the first ring. I'm sure he's surprised because I never call him, ever. His sons call him, their mother does not. Hey, it's Corey. Can you get the boys this evening? I ask as I fight to hold my emotions in check. I can't lose it until I have my babies taken care of. Yeah, Carson answers quickly. Of course, everything okay? I'll text you in the morning so we can arrange a drop-off time. Sure thing, Carson says, and I hang up before he can question me further. Somehow, I make it home with only a trembling lip. But as soon as the door closes, I collapse into a heaping mess in the middle of the kitchen floor. I don't know how long I laid there crying my eyes out, but a knock catches my attention. Glancing up, I see that it's dark outside. The blinds are still open, and Carson is staring at me on the other side of the door. Open the door, Corey. He yells and beats his fist against the door, his eyes never leaving mine. Fuck, I really don't need or want this shit. 
Standing slowly, I make my way over to the door. As soon as I unlock it, Carson opens it and steps inside, pulling me into his arms and holding me tightly. As much as I want to fight, pull away, and throw his ass out, his arms feel too good. I melt against him, and before long, I'm sobbing again. Carson continues to hold me as he slowly caresses my back. It's several minutes before I untangle myself from him. He holds a paper napkin in front of me, and I take it, wiping my face and sighing deeply. I'm sorry about your patient. This man knows me, and right now, I hate and love him equally for it. Where are the boys? I clear my throat nervously with mommy and dad. Stepping away, I dare to look up at him. His brown eyes caress my face. Thanks, I say, and my lips starts to tremble again. I don't know why I can't shake this. Normally when I lose a patient, one good cleansing cry is all I need. But this one is sitting on my chest like a cement truck. And before I realize it, I'm hyperventilating. Corey, Carson says sharply, snatching me by my forearms and giving me a little shake. I close my eyes as I suddenly feel very lightheaded. I'm snuggling into the warm body wrapped around me. Wow, I haven't been this comfortable snuggling with the man since I was married. I jump up and realize that I'm in bed with my ex. Can you believe this shit? Looking down, I see that we are both still fully clothed and it takes me a while to remember what happened. I passed out, didn't I? Ugh, how embarrassing. It's been years since that happened. You okay? Carson asked softly while rubbing my back. I want to accept his touch so bad it's physically painful. Death makes us want to cling to those living. Yeah, I say, and he climbs out of the bed. I see him stepping into his shoes as I pull the throw from the end of the bed to cover up my legs. I'm cold now without his body heat. For the wazillionth time, I ask myself, why did he ruin us? Corey. He comes around and gets down on one knee next to the bed where I'm sitting. It takes everything in me to look at this man that I used to worship with my love. He reaches out and grabs my hand, rubbing his thumb over the place on my finger where his ring used to live. I'm always going to be here for you. You know that, right? Sighing heavily, I shake my head. Negative, buddy. I appreciate you coming to check on me and for everything you did, but this isn't our life anymore. I have to be able to handle things like this on my own. Why? Yeah, why, Corey, you ask? Shit, I'll tell you why. Because I know that if he keeps holding my hand and touching me like he used to, I'm going to end up on my back looking up at him. I can't go backwards. I've come too far. It took months and months for me to purge this man out of my system. Ladies, listen, you can do it. You can walk away from unhealthy situations, but that's not the hard part. The hard part is staying away. I shake my head no as I pull my hand out of his and swing my legs over the side of the bed. When I stand up, Carson grabs me around my waist and buries his face in my stomach, holding onto me tightly. Let me go, Carson, I demand quietly with my hands clenched at my side. My first reaction is to shove him off me, and if that doesn't work, wear out the top of his damn head. Please, Corey, just let me hold you one last time. Please, he begs. His fingers start to knead my lower back, and I have to admit, it feels so good to have my stressed out muscles worked. 
I release a deep breath and hold my head back, closing my eyes. I give in to him and allow his touch while he processes this one last time. He came through for me last night. I will give him this. We stay motionless as the minutes tick by. Him rubbing my back, me staring at the ceiling, trying to think of what I have on my list to take care of today. If I mentally separate myself from this situation, I won't be connected, right? Wrong. He starts kissing my stomach, nuzzling me, and immediately I feel my lady parts reacting. No, stop Carson. Now I make the mistake of touching him. Meaning to push his head away and instead I rub shaky fingers over his waves. God help me. He manages to get his face under my scrub top and now is licking my stomach. It feels too good. I can't do this. His hands drop to my ass and he squeezes two handfuls. God, Corey. Damn, you feel good. He mumbles as his breath tickles my skin. No, I don't feel good. I feel cheap. I feel desperate. I feel like a fool. This is not a scene from a movie where he gets to come back, fuck me good, and we live happily ever after. No. He's gonna fuck me, and then he's gonna fuck over me when he returns to her. Damn that. Carson. My voice is so hard and so detached, he pulls back and looks up at me. The lust in his orbs is quickly replaced with uncertainty. Thank you for coming last night. It's time for you to leave. I see the war play out in his emotions. He wants to keep trying me. Y'all get ready, because if he does... I'm kneeing his ass in the face. Now I said roll out. Next, I'm rolling his ass out. I'm not about to let this man disrespect me like this. Make me his whore while making his whore the wife. Nah, I am not she and she is not me. Fuck that. Finally, he lets out a deep sigh and releases me. When I step back, pulling down my shirt, he gets to his feet. I'm sorry, I shouldn't. He doesn't finish. Can't. I mean, seriously, what can he say? Our final words are on record down at the courthouse. He wants to keep talking, but his ringing phone cuts him off. I'm sure it's her. After all, he did spend the night here. I hope her ass is sick with worry. Reap it, bitch. Are you still up? Girl, good night. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.